3: With Conair Girl Bomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The
1: Nikki Glazer
0: Podcast.
1: Here's
4: Nikki.
2: Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. It's Thursday. How's everyone doing? Andrew, Noah, I'm back in St. Louis. I'm in um I'm in my apartment. Our old apartment. I broke into the old <laughs> apartment. Sounds Do you know that song?
5: Yeah, of course. Oh my god,
2: it's so good, Bare Naked Ladies.
5: I almost said Three Doors Down for some reason. Oh,
2: same thing. And, and no, that's <laughs> that's the how you get here.
5: Oh, you know what I was thinking about? <laughs> I didn't say it on the like two podcasts ago. When we were, oh I
2: thought you were like, I didn't say it on the Tupac podcast. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I oh, you haven't heard about it.
5: <laughs> you haven't heard about that? Well, we <laughs> did Kanye. <We're> not. <laughs>
2: it's true. Should we just
5: break out break down every nineties rap <laughs> record?
2: That would be a disservice to culture.
5: I was thinking about a uh, rap today. Who was a who was a rapper? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about a rapper. Culture with a K. And uh I was thinking though that like it's so funny because rappers talk about, you know, how hard to struggle is when to come up. They always yeah. brag about that. And your friend came up with humble brag, and I was thinking about that today. where they go, oh, when, Whittles, yeah. When, when they always go, um, you know, I have no, like, new friends, or, like, you, you only um, want me because I'm so popular now. Really, yeah. you're just bragging about. It has nothing to do with these five guys that want cat. I mean, maybe a little bit. Yes. But it's definitely a humble brag.
2: Drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. I mean, drink. every but they're straight up bragging bragging, which I like. I Humble do bragging like bragging is bragging. is different because you're being passive. Yeah. A gra- like a passive bragged, bragged, uh, fla- braggadocious. I don't feel like that's the word, but fucking tubular, it's hard to add dude. docious to Do-sh- anything <laughs> without
5: <laughs> why don't we start adding docious again
2: docious is such it's such a crunchy word
5: hedgehog docious
2: hedgehog docious lava lamp docious
5: <laughs> lava docious if you guys lava lamp if, if
2: we've been getting complaints that the lava lamp looks sick and that it's not doing okay and honestly today i was like when noah was like can you turn it on a little early because people are worried about it i really felt like this this um, guilt that I'm not taking care of my lava lamp. Like, I'm not, like, almost... The way I have a plant guilt, like, there's one... Yeah, there's one leaf left on my fig tree that I got, you know, a year ago when I moved in, and I feel (laughs) so bad about it. It reminds me of when I used to have hermit crabs, and I just was too scared to feed them, and they just all were, like, dying. And I was just such... Like, I will... I carry that guilt with me the rest of my... It's the worst thing I've ever done is... As a child, not feed those from crabs because they were
4: spiders. What? Fig trees go through a cycle, and they lose their leaves in December. So it's okay. It's just going to repeat. Okay, grow. this oh. one's a little late.
5: And the other thing, music-wise, we, you saying Come, My Lady. Come, come. Remember, it's kind oh. of a joke a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. And I was uh, I was getting my hair cut at, like, a cool barbershop, whatever. Yeah. Union Barbershop, shout out. Whoa. Kind of for free because I threw it in there. No, I actually paid way too much. But, uh really? uh. <laughs> they Guys, started playing fred from. durst they started playing fred durst album you know chocolate starfish or whatever that was was
2: it ironic
5: no they well it was semi-ironic but then like
2: it's a little bit of a throwback
5: in we're all part. making fun of it but then we all know the words. so it's like i think we do that a lot with songs that well why do we know all the words? at one point we because loved it
2: they're earworms and they are catchy
5: yeah but um, are they good
2: yeah i think that some bad stuff can be good <laughs> Wait, is this like the humble brag thing of like shitting on it, but actually liking it kind of thing?
5: Yeah. So it's like like, saying
2: the opposite of what you actually mean. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And it took like four songs of me going, I know every word to this album. There was one part of me when I was in high school going through shit where I was saying, you know, you know, wouldn't it be nice if I could touch a butt? Like George Michael, but like hardcore. Oh my God.
2: So you actually, but you liked it at one point.
5: Yeah, I guess I did. So it was never ironic for you
2: uh, until adulthood.
5: Well, when I was getting my haircut, I was pretending like it was ironic because yes, I but didn't. Yes, you watch. knew
2: everything. Yeah. What
5: album is that? Like that for you? I, I guess mean, all Dave Matthews, but I I don't. I uh,
2: maybe like Billy Joel, like in the middle of the night. But in the I was like fourth grade loving it, that song. Or I mean, I don't know. Like I've I tend to tend to stand by the things that I like loved mm-hmm. early on because my brain wasn't developed yet. So of course I loved. Like your that Fred Durst album was like Baby Shark, you know. Like, (laughs) we're not gonna like make fun of kids for like you love Baby Shark. You're like not good at music because you thought that song was good. It's like you you were a child then. But then it
5: comes on later, and you're like Baby Shark, fuck that. And then after nine Baby Sharks, you're like, well,
2: let's get back to that. Like just being kid, just kid, and like insincere and like trying to be kid. Like I have to like I have to constantly. Fight that urge to uh, try to look cooler than I am like it, in in the, so many ways the, I mean like cleaning yeah. up the house even like when people come over I'm like is that, is that insincere and it's like no that's just like wanting people to feel comfortable mm-hmm. and not feel like icky in my place and that's not about me being like I hope they think I'm clean it's just like I want them to be comfortable and I think that's more the motivation of that but then even that I question of like you know, that's on the on the upcoming reality show. Um, Welcome Home Nikki Glazer. Question mark on E exclamation <laughs> point starting May first.
5: Is that your password? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, yeah. There's always I I who Hulu. but I've i I've been dying to write a joke about making new passwords. And they're like, it's not enough. Like you've used that one before, or whatever, and you're like, God damn it, and you're like, I'm sorry. I just don't want to get excited about my dead dog anymore because <laughs> it's always like Simon, yeah. Speedo. Like, w- where
5: was your first dog born, or what? Who was your, the name of your first dog, which yeah. is obviously dead?
2: Oh, yeah, those questions. Yeah. Well, I had the joke about the maiden, yeah. what's your mom's maiden name. The other questions are, um, who's your favorite teacher? Like that one is always going to be the same answer for me. There's some. Sometimes you get to pick your How question. How long is your
5: dad's cock?
2: Always gonna be the same. Answer Soft or for me. hard, adult, yeah.
5: you know. It's tough. It's tough. I just have it to ask my favorite funny. teacher.
2: <laughs> it reminds me that she knew. That's why she was my favorite. Got good grades. Dad did his work.
5: Hey, you liked her then. You like her now. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, wait. What were we talking about right k- before that? Curness. Um, oh, this is the thing. Being what is k- mm-hmm. like looking away in front of a fucking uh bugatti oh yeah it like gets the, the rewarded Instagram pose. it gets rewarded so what when does kuh and that's cool why we need
2: kuh as a word <laughs> to you know like humblebrag we need it to spread so that people get shamed for being kuh and what it's not it's not about it is about shaming but it's about just be yourself like it's okay to be not cool and it's okay to say that i'm trying to look cool like There are times where I put a picture on Instagram where, you know, I've talked about this before, where I look so not myself. I'm really done up. It's, there's, you know, maybe someone sent it to me and it's already been filterized or whatever. Some, it's been edited and I've spray tan on and fake eyelashes and the lighting is amazing. And it's just like, it's hard for me to post those with like a genuine thing sometimes instead of going like, this isn't really what it, you know, like just some just don't be care about it. Just be like, this is me trying. Yeah, it's okay. That's to a Taylor try. Swift. Oh, lyric.
5: yeah. This is me. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking of a different song, but yeah. But a lot of people that do that shit, that care stuff, yeah. they know it. It's not like a lot of these people are unaware. I like the unaware. guys that own
2: it. Garrett from F Boy yeah. Island.
5: I'm My buddy a Gianni does. He owns it from. Yeah, he the knows show power. G- like.
2: Yeah, he wears those, you were talking about like the, the shirts he, wear. he wears. He like
5: wears like a $90,000 outfit and it looks like this. You can only wear it once. It has like one thing on the shoulder and you can't even see it. But
2: you can't wear that again. That's why I don't like <laughs> trendy, really like um, fashion you get tons of compliments on. I don't like to, or that really catch the eye or like very, just so cool. I don't like to get them. I don't like to spend a lot of money on those because you can really only wear them once or post a picture of them once. And it's not like you can't wear them again, but it's just it. There's those guys. I know Gianni probably never repeats an outfit.
5: I mean, not he wouldn't do it on the gram. Mm. You know, exactly. That's he what also I'm gets given a lot of free shit. Yes. So who yeah. knows what is even his at that point either? Like I know he has one Porsche, Man. but then he's standing in front of a Ferrari. I'm like, did you buy another fucking Ferrari?
2: I'm getting into stoicism.
5: Stoic, like like stoic,
2: uh, like. You know, philosophers. I'm really early on reading about it. It's, I'm reading this book called (laughs) Have
5: You Ever Been Late On? What? Have you, like, I love everything you come across. You're like, I'm early on in this. Like, you've never been like, I'm nine books in and I'm really understanding it now. No,
2: I will never talk about something because I've never gotten nine books in. I know.
5: I haven't either. No,
2: I'm learning, uh, I'm reading How to Think Like a Roman Emperor and it was a book that was, (laughs) did you buy sandals? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, after that picture I posted the other day on Instagram, after that audition I had, I was like, I'm only really feeling this. I um I was reading in the subreddit books where people talk about books and recommend books. Mm-hmm. There was one question one day that was like, what's a book that's changed your life and like really changed who you are? And I just got so many book ideas from that and I've always kind of wanted to get into stoicism because it kind of is in line with pretty much you know a lot of um recovery program stuff and it's a lot about it's just good principles. It's very simple. It's uh, you would Will love you it. I was thinking it? of you so much. Like I'm a I barely third grader. Can. Well, I oh. can I can res- I can explain it like I'm 5.
5: Okay, and I'll pretend and I'm I'll 6. And I'll pretend
2: like you're si- yeah, Yeah, okay.
5: yeah, yeah. Pretend you're talking to an elder.
2: There's a there's a yeah, there's <laughs> yeah, a subreddit yeah. that's like explain like I'm 5 and the yeah. person's asking like, "Will you explain it like I'm 5?" and I'm like, "No, but I'll explain it like I'm 5." Okay, so yeah, there's stoicism. these guys that Marcus Aurelius okay. was the emperor of Rome. That's and, the same
4: voice you used to imitate me, by the way.
2: Oh, okay, so... Um, <laughs> yes, so... <laughs> Marcus A.V.R. <laughs> or... so
5: I know, it was a joke. Um,
2: Marcus was Aurelius it? had one chicken <laughs> and a brown chicken and uh, Okay, so, no, but
5: for real, what is this? For real, it's,
2: from what I can glean from it, it is about... A way of life and it's a it's
1: it there's oh, all boy. like
2: I'm so early into this guy <laughs> I in know book, I'm, not judging. I'm, I'm not judging and I want to say that if you I'm read this judging. book it is really dense up top but I think it like r- it, it was recommended to me by a bunch of like people on like not to me but like on this thread it said that this is the book to read to like the layman's way of understanding sto- stoicism and then there's also a guy that does the daily stoic and has written tons of books Sam I think Harris has Matt a lot Holliday of conversations. Or, yeah. Um yeah, Sam Harris is a this is all very like Sam Harris as well. And, yeah. Like Okay. Um, from so what I sentence. understand, what I like about it? No. Yeah. It's um not pretentious. There's like philosophy back in when stoicism was like coming to be. There were um cynics, there were also like there was all these different thought like schools of philosophy and like ways of life. And a lot of them uh, rhetoric was like the biggest thing to learn back in Marcus Aurelius when he was a young boy and uh, being kind of like uh, groomed to become the emperor there what the, the the trendiest thing to do was like rhetoric and to do debates and to be the most intellectual and it's very like anti-intellectual honestly it's just They think I was thinking of you yesterday when I was reading it because they don't like flowery language. Break everything down to its simplest form. You don't need to know five different words for the meaning of the word. Like you don't. And then the guy that wrote this book, "How to Think Like a Roman Emperor," is a uh, psychiatrist who loves CBT, uh, which is not the CBD, not not the oil that guys on Instagram are selling, but it's um, cognitive behavioral therapy, which. Noah was talking about to me one day, which is like you have these thoughts. It's basically like um, b- breaking your th- realizing that your thoughts are what drive your emotions and your emotions are not what drive your thoughts. And that to be the best human being that you can be, it's about your character and it's not about wealth. It's not about uh, your character is everything and any pursuit of anything else. And a little bit of stoicism, I don't like which I'm reading about and I hope they kind of like find a way to make it work. It's really about not ever indulging in anything too much. Everything is moderation. Mm. Like very simplistic ways of dressing, no flowery language, like just avoiding the uh, pleasures of life, not indulging too much ever, which is like the way I do my life. But it is true. Like moderation, you can have everything you want in life if you just do it moderately. It's just, It harms you when you go too much. But I really like that They're saying everything that you want to communicate can be done very simplistically and that intellectuals often alienate and um, it's everything about stoicism from what I can tell is about not being and just being like and accepting like yesterday I'm on this flight that is shaking crazy because we had crazy wind in St. Louis and I'm landing and the flight's going crazy and I'm reading this part in the book about um, let me just read this part that I'm reading. Roman as- Roman
5: Empire's flying on Delta? Was it? <laughs> no, I, but listening to you, I, I, I love this because yes. I do think when people talk with big words and stuff, they're trying to... No one's going to question them because no one wants to feel dumb. It's like when a finance guy talks in a bunch of random numbers and you're like oh i must give him my money he seems to know everything but you don't want to question him either because you don't want to seem stupid yes but back to your emperor thing though of like just focusing on character and not all that other shit but if you have all that other shit given to you then you can easily focus on character you know what i mean like i feel like sometimes the struggle it's hard to just focus on your character when your environment doesn't allow you to because does that make sense like like All the other stuff distracts. Yeah, all the well, like needing money, needing food, needing all that. Like you got to do whatever you can. Yes. So if you're a king, you're kind of you got that in abundance. So it's like, oh, I don't even need to focus on this. Their thing
2: is that you can have at any level, whether you're a beggar on the street all the way up, you can have you can still practice good character, Mm -hmm. which will lead to all those. I guess maybe lead to all those things. But I was reading this thing, and it was about how. They were talking about this guy that was on a ship and it was everyone on the ship thought they were going to die. And this guy that was a stoic on the ship um, was terrified at first. Like they said, he like all the um, color drained out of his face and that they afterwards and he didn't do he was just and then he was just calm. And the ship captain afterwards said like, what was going through your, like everyone else was freaking out what was going on. And he realized, and I'm on this plane that is like going nuts. Okay. And I'm usually very calm in those situations anyway. Cause I'm like n- me going like this is not going to change what is going to happen yes. right now. Mm-hmm. And that is what stoicism is about is like your anxiety is not, your worry is not going to change the events. It's nothing's going to, your um, heart rate going up, all these things. We as animals cannot help when something scares us. When So they were given an example. When a deer is like grazing in the meadow and they hear a loud noise, they quickly, alert, like everything in them makes them alert and they like kind of sprint off. And then as soon as that danger is gone, they just go back to grazing just as they were before. Whereas humans, because we think we have cognitive abilities to have this brewing in our head. When we're the deer and we get spooked, we have that initial thing, which is like a normal bodily response that we can't help. But then we go, it could still be there. It's it, After it's gone, mm-hmm. we still have it reverberating through us. And that's why this guy in the ship, at first he was terrified. And then he was very calm because he's like, me keeping this terror going and telling me myself the story that I'm going to die, everything's going to, like that is not helping the situation. And very well, I couldn't die. There's a very good chance that I'm not going to die. So yesterday I'm on this plane. I'm like, what the hell? Like I'm about to die. And I was like, this is prepare this is all coming together to prepare me to accept my death yeah. It was really wild but I that just is wild. I was able to stay very calm and I just I'm really excited to get more into it and I know I'm butchering the principles of this as I speak and some people are probably like screaming at their look if they're stoic right they could handle it. That's exactly true
5: <laughs> yeah Stoics whatever the storm this. that you just heard it's yeah. shaking turbulence turbulence. turbulence. turbulence
2: turbulence uh <laughs> let's take a break and get back with the news right so wait Should did we? you
5: did you land fine like
2: yeah everything was fine but then we landed and waited 40 minutes on the tarmac which is just so upsetting it, unless you are sitting next to a woman who has a baby and the baby throws up all over the woman then you go you know what i'm all right <laughs> that's what happened to me she th- this baby drenched her in vomit like and it was probably like a less than a year old baby and it drenched her in vomit. Like she was on uh, that. What's like the game
5: show? Like Nickelodeon? Yes. Slime. Like I
2: picture Alanis set in the Canadian version of that game show or whatever or like it is. Like
5: Carrie, but with puke. It was white
2: puke and it was everywhere. Ugh. And I was so mad about this delay until I looked over and saw her trying to like scramble to find napkins. And I'm trying to help. I don't have anything. And I was just like, I'm all right. I got like. I could this this is a worse situation. It was nice to just be reminded (laughs) that I don't need to have kids anytime soon.
0: Yeah. All
2: right. Let's come back with
0: uh, the news. Hacks is back for season three. And so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators, Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series.
3: Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb, available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.
2: fun night out in your town which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country 150 cities in Canada the US and the UK don't tell comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do you're going to see amazing new comedians you're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians you've seen the clips online be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me guys get tickets at do and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show 20% off that's freaking good are you looking for some amazing tv to stream well sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on hulu you can't miss we're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time absolute must-watch shows dive in with barney ted robin and the crew and how i met your mother We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought
6: in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
0: This is Uncanny USA.
3: He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. (laughs)
0: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
2: And we're back. Um, we're going to get to the news in a second. I have a shoot with PETA later on today.
7: Oh, really? I forgot about it. I got uh, back in
2: town. I flew five out of seven of the last days um and i have two days in town until i leave again i'm doing the grammys everyone should watch the grammys on sunday on e i'm gonna be in the pre the countdown to the red carpet for the grammys so i'm not even at the red carpet i'm in the count the two hour countdown to the red carpet to the grammys i'm gonna be in the last half of it i'm gonna be you know making jokes about what people are wearing and just like trying to you just know, sometimes about Swift, not, not to
5: just like I, sometimes people just watch for that. Joan Rivers was totally. He, yeah. So, you know,
2: I'm happy to do it. I don't get yeah. to go to the Grammys. I have to leave immediately after
5: time out. You're going. I'm going to, to the Grammys. tomorrow.
2: No, I'm going to Las Vegas. That's where the. Oh, the, am I saying it right? Vegas, because I used to say Vegas.
5: I think you said lost.
2: Well, <laughs> no, no, I'm no, feeling but, it. So you're but. going
5: there and then you're coming right back.
2: No, I'm going to L.A. after that. I'm there for a week of press. And then I go to Winnipeg on Friday. Meet you there. I'll be well rested. Vancouver? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Vancouver. Um, Vancouver, which is French for van cover. um, (laughs) It's it's French for an old tarp you put on your van. Um, And I'm going to be there on Saturday. And then after that, I come back here here, I think, mm-hmm. but I might be going to New York City after that.
5: New York City! The Big Apple?
2: Yeah, but today in St. Louis, I thought I had two days off, but I have a shoot for PETA with Luigi oh. and possibly Marion.
5: What are you going to wear? I just read the script to...
2: and it's a little bit like, I just, PETA needs some help to be a little less k. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. vegan kind of animal rights group needs to, I want to help, I always give lend my voice because I feel like what they're doing, it's working because it got through to me. But on some level, we need to get through without being such, um, like, just talking down and, like, lecturing people about, like, you you need to eat healthier. Like, I know as someone that's struggled with eating stuff, like, it doesn't work like that. People don't care. People still smoke cigarettes even after we see lungs that look disgusting and you know you can die of cancer. Like. People don't care. It, it's been proven that does not dissuade anyone. My dad didn't quit smoking until he lost his mother to lung cancer. Like, it takes like something more than that. I love Norm McDonald's joke of like, eh, you ever seen a, one of those lungs that's uh, you know, from a smoker's body? Mm-hmm. Ugh, disgusting. You ever seen one of those uh, lungs from a healthy body? Disgusting. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Because
2: yeah. it's all disgusting. It's almost like circumcised penises and penises. The other night we were talking about those and it was like, yeah, I mean, I've never, I've never encountered face to face a uncircumcised penis, but I'd get used to it, you know. Like it's a, a, yeah. a circumcised penis is not like something that I'm like, oh, hey, John. Like it's that even that is like, yikes.
5: And a hard uncircumcised is a penis. Yes. So. How many soft penises are you really staring at? I was thinking
2: of like coming up with a device that gives men a little cap to put on their penis if they're circumcised. to like Because you guys have less sensitivity. Like a
5: little turtleneck for the penis?
2: Well, you guys have more. You guys, since it's been rattling around and it's Mm -hmm. exposed, it's like if we had our clits out all the time, we have a hood over them, which is like what you have. And so I was thinking of like, you know on candles when they have those little caps that like snuff them out? I want a little thing for a penis to protect it so that you have more sensitivity when you do decide to like play uh, with it. Because all day it's rattling around and you you lose sensitivity. When I wear high-waisted pants and I have like something gnawing back and forth, like flossing my clit all day, I have less sensitivity later on.
5: That makes sense. I Maybe you could just, I don't know. Part of me thinks you can pull the skin over your penis even if you are circumcised. Mm. Get just a little rubber band, but like a gentle rubber band. Yeah, you know some of these rubber bands these days when you put over your cock it just hurt too much. Yeah, you know
2: I like that you see an opening for the market like where there's this need. Yeah. Hey Hi. sharks.
5: Hey sharks. Hi, I'm Andrew. That's Nikki.
2: Um, I'm not a part of this pitch Oh,
5: <laughs> we should have talked about this before you
2: showed up. <laughs> this <laughs> <laughs> um, i I did think about it would be i don't this is funny, this is very dark, but like you know how women are always like, have you ever seen an uncircumcised penis like I have you know it's we're always like talking about like, oh my gosh, what is it? and um, I was thinking about they're like men in like Rwanda talking about like. Did you see that girl? She she's like uncircumcised.
5: The like, girl, oh, like her vagina,
2: like, oh, it's disgusting.
5: Oh, like in Saudi Arabia or something, where they cut the clits yeah, off. Yeah, I mean, I don't was, know where they yeah. cut
2: clits off, but they they don't cut clits off. They like, oh, I guess they do clitorectomies. Yeah, they do. Yeah, the okay. Whole thing off. But, they but it's leave like female hood, circumcision. They leave the hood.
5: Could you imagine? That'd be even sadder. It's like, oh, God, I used to have a head in here.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> to have your vagina clipped off when you're a young girl is just so fucking terrible, and then to have no anesthetic or anything like that, a lot of the times, it's just, it's the worst thing ever. With that said, let's get to the news.
5: <laughs> Look, at least a guy has an excuse.
2: Oh, yeah, because they're a baby.
5: No, to like, now find a, cl- like, we're always, oh, you can't find a clip, you can't find it, but they don't have one, so it's like, oh, oh so now everything is.
2: Yeah, well, I can't find it because he threw it away somewhere <laughs> and burned it in a fire as like a sacrifice. I'm sure you could buy
5: another one on Amazon. <laughs>
2: All right, it's the news You
0: heard it here first Yeah, you heard it here first
5: Oh boy, it's Thursday, folks You know what that means It is Thursday The weekend's coming And maybe I will as well Probably not All the swells You'll be opening for David
2: Spade Uh, Oh yeah I thought you were gonna be there That's why I'm confused The factory Yeah On Saturday No, I'm not gonna be there
5: Clean Ten minutes clean Yeah I can do it Easily Yeah Easily I think like changing two Like words I have to do
2: yeah it's like um when you
5: write that though to me i did get nervous i go do i
2: have i know i did the same thing and then i remember i've done the tonight show <laughs> five times and it's like i can't say <laughs> pussy on the tonight show unless i'm saying oh i was such a pussy that's do you ever so know weird that's one of my favorite pat and Oswald things is like you can go on tv and say if you're saying your pussy if i'm saying my vagina is afraid i can say my pussy is such a pussy and it'll go my bleep is such a pussy and if your dick, if your penis is being an asshole, you can be like, Andrew, your dick is a dick. And it would go, Your blank, your bleep is a dick. And mm. it wouldn't bleep the second one. So stupid.
4: Okay, what's the first news story, Noah? According to new relationship research, those we memories serve essential bonding functions between romantic partners. So it's worth mm. sharing old memories with your partner. Uh. I love that
2: we memories
5: like we like us when like we, we did, did it together mm-hmm. yep you gotta be dating a little while to kind of go into the old bucket i don't know
2: i don't know some couples like come up with an inside joke right away to start nurturing i think that because there's it's so yeah it's it's um yeah I like i like that except that i don't know There there is something about I'm trying to think of like we I actually have a joke right now I'm r- writing about the word we. Um, it's so weird that you picked that story because <laughs> it's about when I was single and like would be flirting with a guy and I would not want to know if he had a girlfriend or not because it's
5: just like... Oh, yeah. What, like, you I know, remember. Like, I was there that yeah, day, that lunch. Yes, the where fa- you just are
2: like... It <laughs> we were there. Lunch.
5: We were there together. Oh, my
2: God, Andrew. This is like <laughs> helping our relationship to remember. But just like... I, rem- I don't want to ruin the joke because it's like my newest bit and I'm really excited about it. But it's just about it, it doesn't matter. Besties will understand if they hear it here first.
5: I mean, I think it's funny to like you make sure he never gets to that part of the conversation.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, like I was avoiding it because you as a girl or a guy, when you were flirting with someone, you're having a really good time and it's back and forth. For me, it's like uh, orgasming. Like, I never want it to... I love, the, I love the flirtation. I love the idea of, like, what could this be? And when you find out someone has a significant other, it, it ends all of that fun. And there was this point with this person where it was like, I really, like, was like, the crush is there. This is gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt when I find out. And I actually have old notebooks from you and I. This person was, it like, with an earshot, I think, of us. And you, me, and... Someone else were writing in a notebook, and I wrote, "I, I kind of don't want to know." And I see it all the time uh. in this notebook that says, "Like I'd rather honestly not know because it's so much fun." That like, it, it's probably I would rather just like live in this fantasy because uh, honestly, having a crush for me is so exciting. Um, not just being around them and flirting with them, but like when I go to sleep at night, I'm like fantasizing about what it could be. I the only way I can fantasize is if the thing is like on the horizon if it, i can't fantasize about things that like i'm not you know being interviewed by david letterman in the shower unless i'm like oh letterman's kind of interested in having you on you know what i mean yeah
5: yeah 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 mm-hmm. so i just like you feel like letterman is available to you yeah the idea like the idea of me thinking letterman's gonna come to my house in arizona that i don't own yes to a ranch that <laughs> he has to probably fly in and then ride a cow Where,
2: why are you in arizona for this
5: Hey, I got off the grid. <laughs> That's how famous I got. You were
2: fantasizing about getting <laughs> off the grid and you are in Florida. In the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but like, I remember. I get what this, you're saying, but-, but wait, let's remember this story because it's yeah. so funny. Oh, I know. And it maybe well. you'll help me with the bit a little bit because I, I was like. On the beach? Yeah, dude. Yes. So it was at a point where I kept saying to Andrew, like, my crush level was, I was giving it a four point scale. And I was like, my crush level is like a one right now where it's like, this has potential. Out of I'm, five
5: or ten, let's just. Oh, no, no it was
2: five, actually. It was out of five. It, I remember giving it that. Okay. And I remember a couple days prior, it was like, it's now at a two, which is like, this is not, if it ends up being like something that's not going to happen, I can live with it. And then I remember that morning when it was like, I had been around this person enough and they had not talked, they had like purposefully avoided mentioning anything about their home life. And I know this person didn't have. A ring on that finger at least <laughs> <laughs> mm. so I was like they, maybe they have a girlfriend but I don't know and I just don't want to know I just don't want to know you know and then he did
5: have nine promise rings on
2: I <laughs> so then I remember that day oh. that morning I was like you guys it's it's at a 4 like it, there's no turning back like it's going to be a today is going to make it a 5 because we were spending a lot of time together that day and i was like fuck like i'm I, and i'm just like i just have a feeling there's someone because there's just a blank there's a blind spot in all of the stories that we tell each other and like the things we talk about well,
5: very vulnerable. I'll give them that. What do you well, mean? That's why you f- fell for this guy because he was very honest and open about everything else,
2: yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. and just like and
5: owning who he it seemed its own who he was.
2: very confident yeah. um very um, just what did it and also a thing that I get attracted to early on with someone is that they are amused by me, but it's not like overly and they're just kind of like all yes. right. like they're just they don't try to act too cool like they don't think I'm funny. But they aren't falling
5: over like cracking. Looking up. back, he held in a lot there to look cooler than he felt inside. Oh yeah, it, I mean, I was and I was minutes.
2: constantly trying to get him to like laugh and like to fuck with him and it was just and like roasting him and shitting on him and that's another thing I do I think as a test to be like is this guy confident like can I fuck with him and see if he just like lets it slide and like can laugh at himself because that's an attractive quality that someone doesn't get offended about like little like I wasn't being cruel maybe I was but um (laughs) sorry we got to get to the news so anyway I remember that day because I was avoiding this so much I was almost avoiding talking to the person because I was so scared that someone else was gonna bring up something that would make him reveal this thing that I just had a feeling about and then we were sitting
5: smoked a little doobie oh did we yeah we had a little doobie. oh yeah I cried about my mom that oh that was an hour before that
2: and um (laughs) You're placing it too much, dude. Uh-oh. And so we're on the beach. Shut it's up. A- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and so he goes, "We I we were talking about pets." And I was like, "Uh-oh, we got to get out of this conversation." It reminded me of being a child and my I knew Santa wasn't real, but I I was lying to my parents to pretend that I still believed so that my sister could still have it cuz she's younger. And I remember my parents wanting to watch SNL one night and I was so scared because I knew SNL was an adult program that they might reveal Santa wasn't real. It was around Christmas. So I was just doing anything to be like, oh, let's do, th- let's play, sorry, let's play uh, Monopoly. And they're like, we're going to watch SNL. We always watch it. And I was just like, I don't want her to find out accidentally. Like I was trying to protect her. And that was that conversation for me, which was like, stop bringing up things about our home lives. Like, I don't yeah. want to know. I'm living in this fantasy where this person is like available. And then someone brought up animals. And someone goes, do you have any pets? And the person goes, yeah, we have a dog. And I was just like, yeah. <gasps> that we, f- like, Andrew felt it. I felt it. And we I just looked heard at each we- other I remember
5: we looked at each other and we're like, there it is.
2: Yeah. And I was like, please be a 45-year-old man with a roommate. Or living with his mom. Please, God. Yeah, yeah, Please, yeah, God.
5: Yeah, 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 I, I, I
2: was dying for, I was like, is there, maybe he lives in a cult commune. Like, I will take, maybe he's at the Scientology Center. I'll yeah. take anything over a girlfriend. And then shows me the shows up, pulls up, do you have a picture of it? and i am like quiet oh, because yeah. i don't want to like reveal that i'm cuz uh, honestly as every right to have a girlfriend i'm just a little bit sad because i've had gone in my head i fantasized too much and now i'm like like kind of sad but i don't want him to know he had no idea i had a crush on him at all and um and i don't want him to know that i'm upset or that it cuz it doesn't affect me it's like i shouldn't be upset but i don't i forget so i'm like nikki how do you act when someone has a girlfriend that you don't like like what would you you just be like Oh, you have a like.
5: Punch I, him in the I arm. I was trying
2: to remember how to respond, and yeah. then he pulls up a picture of his dog with his girlfriend in the picture, and him, and he hands it to me, and I remember just going like, "Oh, like I didn't say anything." Like yeah. normally, I'd go, "Oh my god, she's so pretty!" Like, who is that? And that's what I obviously I would have said had I seen that picture in any other circumstances because she was pretty. They did look adorable. I would have been like, "What's the story there?" But instead, I was just like. Oh, and then, like, yeah,
5: I kind of remember. But that. I
2: remember just like, remember how going, does a cool normal dog. person? Cool dog. Oh, my God. Which one were you talking about? I, um, <laughs> shots so fire. not shots fired. I mean, that's just me being a, d- a dumb joke, but woman, um, d- woman drowned. So, <laughs> shots fired, woman drowned. <laughs> Sanded <and> rock, <dry. laughs> beach, Mom cried. cover, ham drip. So, Ate anyway. I have this whole joke now about we. It was um, no, I like that. And I'm I'm starting to explore like having this. I'm starting to explore something on stage that I never thought I'd talk about, which is like when you uh,
5: fall for someone in a relationship. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And like how to deal with that. And like people. um,
5: It reminds me. uh, Yeah, I think that's. It's. I did
2: it at the cellar this weekend, dude. It's so I'm so excited about it because
5: it's so honest. And And open. And people will be mad at you. There'll be some people mad at you, but you know what? Um, Fuck their boyfriends. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said.
0: (laughs) Worst comes to worst.
2: Well, I have so much to say about this, obviously, on stage. So come see me, work all this out. And honestly, like the way I'm talking about this on stage is um, really, I like trust the audiences not to put it out because it's like I'm revealing things that I wouldn't put out there yet because it's sensitive. So if you come see me on tour, you'll see a very like you're going to hear a story that I'm not telling anywhere else. And I'm um like, I really appreciate people coming and, and I just want to treat, you know, this live comedy experience of something like this is special. This only happens here. Like kind of like Chris Rock last night. Everyone's like, what's he going to say about Will Smith? He was at the, the, um, the Beacon where or, we're or, gonna,
5: or, or Wilbur,
2: the Wilbur, where we're going to be in Boston, um, for two shows coming up in May, I believe. Um but yeah he he said I'm not ready to talk about it yet which I that's the it's way I felt smart. about this thing. It's
5: smart. It's You it, need he time wanted, to process it. He needs time to process and he you get in this business you know that people want that so you don't give it to them, right? Well, Wouldn't that be sp- I
2: think if he was ready to talk about it he would give it to you them. Think so? But these things take time. Like I remember this situation I'm talking about on stage now. I remember saying you know I this is going to be a part of my act like telling you know everyone in my life at that time like i can't wait to like spin this into something because this is just such a a thing well i
5: remember when it happened you told you would reiterate the story almost word for word then but you were so close to it that i just remember here and now you have like perspective on it
2: yeah it's like so long that i just like
5: it was very raw yeah then and if you tried to do it then it would have been too raw same and you with, would have been too meaningful to you, like too emotional, I think.
2: Yeah, I was too angry yeah. about it. And yeah. uh, it just, you need time to, pro- I honestly don't think we'll hear about it for like a year from Chris Rock. Like it might take that long because these things are so traumatic. Like, the audience, you need to make your audience comfortable when you're still, proce- when you're telling the story of something. And if the audience senses that you still have an anger, Ugh. like stand up mm-hmm. with anger or in sadness. it. Or sadness. Or sadness. They start to pity you and, so it it just has to be the right time to talk about it. And I'm just starting to feel it out. And it was in a lot of times people are like, why don't you ever talk about your anorexia on stage? And it's like, well, I didn't because I was still dealing with an eating disorder in a different way. And it was just not, I was, it was too sad to me still because I was still struggling with it all those years. And it's now been two years. It'll come up on two years, April 26th of me, like not starving myself, not eating in bed, not binging and, and not exercising to lose weight. And, I think now only two years after that, I can start like maybe making jokes about that experience. But it takes that long. And let's take a break and come back with Why Do I Care? Sports. Oh.
0: Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
3: Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb, available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.
2: fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they are all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US, and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at don'tttttttellcomedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
6: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
0: This is Uncanny USA.
3: He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. (laughs)
0: listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
5: can i can i just give a little behind the scenes yeah uh would this be on the recording yeah. or do you want no, it would, to be or should so, i yeah, take no, it no, out? yeah no 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 <laughs> it's nothing it's uh, no, i got engaged to uh no the i'm just kidding uh, no, <sighs> it's, it's funny that, like, if we talked about, we're like, new season, we're doing five, five different Listen. stories. <laughs> no, 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 I loved it. I think, I like this. I'm trying uh, my best. <laughs> but let me tell them. Yes. So we were, so Nikki sits me now, we're like, we're doing some new things, we're doing five stories, boom, 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 right after the bat, I think, did we do... One story there. Honestly, you said that music
2: underneath. If I heard music underneath, it would make me motivated to. So I'm. I'm I like like, it.
5: I like. But I am gonna start
2: trying. I think it's really funny. Last (laughs) night I was watching. What was I watching last night? Oh, Tyler Henry. Um, this new Netflix show where he talks to dead people, Uh, and under I realize like when you're watching Netflix with the captions on, it's so funny because these idiots just tell you exactly how manipulative music is because the captions will be like eerie music oh, yeah, dramatic music yeah, yeah, yeah. music that makes you cry and you're like no you guys describe it in a different way that doesn't make you sound so manipulative music will motivate you i want to start doing something Dude. kind of fun with the show where we try to do a segment that's like really lighthearted, or we try to do a segment that's really sad with upbeat music or like we we re- we play with music underneath it i'm shaking my see- head
5: because i was literally no way I swear on my life, I was going to just, I was working on a TikTok or whatever, like a video. Yeah. Because all these guys, it's like the saddest music, and it's just uh, my wife left me three years ago. Until you watch years with the, ago and, with the and, subtitles, but it says that it says sad music. I know. And until it, you start watching yeah.
2: it, where it says sad music, you forget how manipulative yeah. and how it cues you to go. This is sad. What they're talking about? Music is so important in movies, and like that's why when they cut like the sound from the Oscars and the awards for that. that's all movies are is that shit if you just listen to a show without that's why podcasts are so fucking vulnerable because when you're on the radio you always have a music bed you always have these things Mm -hmm. that are helping you that's why stand up is so vulnerable music helps you tell your story and that's why it would be really interesting to start playing with it let's get to our uh, weekly sports moment
5: oh man thrilled
4: Uh, you got a basketball in your hand tell me about it
5: it's Spalding.
4: Well, I'll I'll do uh, it for Andrew. I'll I'll say Andrew's weekly sports. Oh yeah, that's moment. right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. I haven't Noah's looked at you for Andrew's- this yet. <laughs> All right, fans were furious when country star Eric Church canceled his San Antonio concert so that he can attend a Final Four game of the NCAA men's basketball tournament, also known as March Madness.
5: So he has a show. I got he's a, it. He's from North Carolina. I got it. UNC is playing Duke. I mean, so say wait,
4: no more. Can I read the statement he sent on his newsletter? I would love to hear how he presented this. I think, I he, kinda, said, I kinda I think he said, fuck my fans, I think he's No, no, no. Oh. Okay. So he calls his uh, besties, like the equivalent of his besties, the sure. choir. Churchhead? Where the, what, are they? The choir? The choir. The choir. Oh, yeah. Okay. Preach, church, choir. So he goes this is also the most selfish thing I've ever asked the choir to do, to give up your Saturday night plans with us so that I can have this moment with my family and sports community.
2: Honestly, I love it. I don't care. I think it's, i, I when these fans go like, would you want to go see Eric Church if the whole time he's performing for you, he's like Checking resenting that he's there and thinking about this game? <laughs> I want to see artists when they want to be there. That's why like, that's why I bring Andrew. That's why I bring Anya. That's why I bring a meal on the road is because I want I want to honor my fans by being in the best mood possible for them. Because if I'm just alone in a weird city, I'm not going to be happy, and I'm going to be thinking about other things. I'm just going to be. I I want my art. I want Taylor Swift. If she wants to go do something else on the night that I'm going to go see her, I would rather her do that than me watch her like suffer through a show that she's not present for.
5: I guess the on the only. <laughs> Nice. word that i have trouble saying yes. um is <laughs> that's no, not true is turbulence and daring and <laughs> a few others yeah um martha Aurelius. um uh martha Aurelius <laughs> really is so funny so <laughs> cooking show uh stoas uh <laughs> stoas i I've, No. what i was gonna say is you can return tickets for for the show but yes. the, the the plane tickets what do you do about that? Because Eric Church
2: reimbursed people that show a receipt to plane tickets. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. I, that's so that exactly would be, what I would do. I would mean, I've one reimbursed one. people on Venmo who didn't enjoy my show that I found on Reddit. Like, I that cost you millions. I've said after shows, <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly. I will have to work the rest of my life to pay back those debts. But (laughs) if if I were him, this is what I would do. If say like Taylor Swift was playing and she invited me backstage, I would say to my fans the same thing. Like I'm not going to lie to you guys, I am going to do this thing because otherwise I would be thinking about this thing. And I just and you know what's going to happen? I'm going to come back to town and I'm going to do a weekend of shows here that are going to be free to the yeah. people that have uh, already have tickets and you're going to get double the shows. I'm going to bring a special guest that I will pay that person out of my money. I will, I would pay for having this excuse and I would give those people who spent money with their plane tickets and the time they took away or like the yeah. kids that are, I would reimburse all of that because you have to pay to do the things you want in life. He's not paying for those tickets. We know for the, the, the game. He's, oh no, he's no. not paying for this. This, he has to, it's not that he has to suffer, but, The people, he has to give them something in return. And honestly, if I were one of those fans, I would be fucking psyched at what I'm going to get in return because the next time he comes to town, whether or not the tickets are free, it's going to be an amazing show.
5: I just love that next time he comes to town, he's like, look, this is weird. We did not expect them to get this far
2: again. Okay. Like, we thought last year was a one shot deal. My daughter has a recital tonight. Here's the thing, Um, though.
5: The crossover of country music fans and UNC Duke basketball fans, they get fans, it. Or just fans of it. sports. They get it. There's I think they're called sports fans. T- tobacco Road. <laughs> it's like a whole thing. You're in the South. What's like, something
2: that could get you, David? when you're opening for David Spade mm-hmm. on Saturday night, Ooh, is there something question. that would make you, if someone goes, hey, dude, I have last minute tickets to this. I here's a mm. thing you get to go do. Is there anything that could get you to cancel that?
5: Cuz there's no one nothing else I love Golf? more than listening to myself do well.
2: <laughs> it, it, oh. With but the it, funniest person. But maybe alive. if I was
5: Eric Church. If I was David Spade maybe in that situation, yes. there could be something. Yeah,
2: because your David Spade moment is actually the thing that would get you yes. to cancel on something else. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. All right, let's get to Fan thrax. It's I it feels like it's been so long. I want to hear from the fans.
5: Does feel like forever. Avi sounds angry today. Yeah, he does it every morning. God,
4: he needs to look <laughs> into stoicism. <laughs> <laughs> he he actually reads stoicism and stuff. I bet he does. He's into it.
2: My mom loves Avi, by the way. I was talking to her about you and Avi, Aww. and she like, "We had was dinner like, together." Yeah. And have you have you met Avi? And I go, "Yeah." And she goes, "I didn't know that you had met him. He they are so cute." They are. I love them. And she was even saying, Noah, when like you guys all hung out together because I was talking about it recently with her in Chicago. I got to go to, go out to dinner with my parents after the Wilco thing it was the, such a great dinner. But talked to them about their Arizona trip and talked to her about like hanging out with you like more like we got to sit down and talk about it. And um, she was like, you know, I was thinking it was going to be awkward because I don't really know her. This is like and her boy. And she was like, Noah is so cute. She brought us a gift. She was so lovely. We couldn't wait to hang out with them again. We are going to hang out with it. Like she was like an Avi and they are just so cool. You are so lucky mm-hmm. to have these people in your life. You attract the best people. Thank you for including them. It was just, it was awesome to hear that. Oh,
4: that's when I, I'm like tearing up. I don't know if you could tell through the screen. That's so, y- your parents are so sweet and I had a wonderful time with them. The I really am so lucky to have my to parents.
2: I'm, I have just now gotten to this place of like, I won the fucking lottery with them and yeah. like everything that I am and like have achieved is 100% due to the way they raised me and how cool they are seeing them interact with the tweeties and being like, God, they are not embarrassing. They are, they make me look cooler. They they're are so great, fun. They're they great storytellers. They, Your dad they is they such a good well Sometimes they have great <laughs> stories that don't go on too long. They're just funny. I just, anything that I am is because of them and in that it's, it's, it's all them, and I always thought, like you know, I'm different than my parents, and in ways I am. Yeah. But they, even the ways that I've grown, like emotionally intelligent beyond maybe what they are, it's because they gave. <laughs> I am more emotionally intelligent know, than my parents. I know,
5: but I just. Love and them. I'm teaching
2: <laughs> them. But the fact that they're open to t- learn from yes. their daughter is the kind of openness that I was given from them that made me to open to other to things. Them. Yeah, it's like it's it's all cyclical, but I'm. There's nothing more in my life that I'm lucky with than than my parents. It's it all starts with them, and and I know everyone is not so lucky. So I just want to say, um, you know, I'm really grateful, and and I acknowledge that none of this is me. It was all my parents, and none of it was them. It was all their parents, and none of it was there. It, it all goes no, back, and back.
5: I think the older you get, the more you you stop fighting it. You just go, oh, they're I,
2: fucking cool, and I'm um, so just grateful yeah. for everything. And even if you have shitty parents, like, no what? You don't really get along with your mom, fucking. <laughs> Thank God for that. It's made you who you are in the way that like is just so I'm glad I'm glad I'm sorry for that. But I'm also like because you deserve more. But I'm grateful because it made you who you are. And whatever kind of mixture of that bullshit, it it made a great person.
4: (laughs) Thanks. Okay, can we do our first? Uh, Wipe your tears
2: and tell me a fan threat.
4: All right. (laughs) The first one uh, comes from Isidro. All right.
8: I'm into it it's hey Nikki, andrew Noah. this is a Cedro from southern wisconsin i love the pod i listen to you guys every morning and afternoon when i'm going to and from work it's a great way to start my day with a laugh awesome wrap my long work day with a laugh so so thank, thank you me. for that uh i wanted to give a shout out to andrew for uh yeah. <laughs> just just his hilarious zingers there's been many times when I'm when i'm taking a sip of water and he, and he, and he gives one of those zingers and just, you know, I start laughing and water starts coming out of my nose. So fuck you, Andrew, just kidding. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so just wanted to give you that plug. Uh, but really just one question, really the the main purpose why I, I, uh, want to leave you guys, a uh, a voice message here was, uh, during the last pod episode one ninety Anya talked about a story about her mom telling her to put a, a vitamin c tablet or something like that on her tongue and yeah um in order to relieve her cough and there was like this cliffhanger at the end we didn't find out what happened so did it work did it not work I think we uh, did. oh for her so cough. if uh i would love to hear the answer on the pod that'd be great uh i love you guys thank you uh, and we, uh we have
2: so many cliffhangers
8: jack skeleton
2: um thank you so much isidro Yep. That
8: was
5: really From nice. From Southern
2: Wisconsin. Um, first of all, Andrew is one of the, f- is genuinely one of the funniest people alive. And his one liners are, his little like ways of flipping language and like his asides are his fucking superpower. <laughs> the way his mind works is upsetting to me. And you are <laughs> absolutely right. He's, he's so fucking funny. And, um and you just are, you're just so quick. And you, sometimes it's, it just is, it's infuriating to me sometimes much like the Taylor Tomlinson thing I talked about yesterday of like this jealousy of like, I wish my mind worked like that. And that's why I love sometimes to have you around because I mean, mainly we were talking about talent versus like friendship. I like having you around because the best time, ta- the best ways that you help me comedically when I'm on a set or something is to go just to pitch it to you. And like your first, your first instinct because your, your <laughs> mind just like the first thing it serves up before you think is always like, this gene unintentionally genius thing that you can't even help it just comes out of you and like that's what I feel like you're so valuable for and that's why I want that's why I, I I I want you to do more crowd work because you're so good at just improv.
5: Well, I'll do it on Spades show.
2: Honestly, you could and it would be fine. But I you, don't know. I, wouldn't go, I don't no, I Don't go know. to the no, audience no, on no, no, that. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Dude. And I would to just <laughs> say a little bit like, uh, you know. Why that's inappropriate is not because it wouldn't be killer um, as a stand-up when you have openers. If you're not a crowd work guy, even if you are, you don't want your openers doing crowd work because it makes them chatty and feel like it's going to be an interactive show. And if you are a crowd work guy, you don't want it because you might unearth things that that person wants to unearth. So that's just a little bit of like back shop talk. Now, the Anya thing...
4: I feel like we she, covered, ate her she ate her tongue her tongue but <laughs> I, does he want to know if it worked to help her throat I think sore throat. I think we just have to remind him that um, she said the tablet that she put on her tongue made the layer of skin come off right yeah. and then she swallowed yeah, like, it
2: made a little a, a round tablet of skin it, like burned her tongue that it loosened that skin it came off like a little mento and then she swallowed it yeah so and I there's, guess there's at that point,
5: who cares about the cough? Because you just you're eating your own body. <laughs> slippery I, elm for
2: sore throats, you guys. <laughs> oh, I I left it in the car for carpool karaoke with Wilco, and I'm getting some new sh- stuff shipped to me today. But the slippery elm lozenges say save my life, and I've been looking for stuff what for are so you? long. They're like
5: recall, or whatever.
2: No, that you can just buy them on Amazon. They're just um, you just put them in your mouth and you just like suck on them, and they're um, little like chalky, like almost like um just dissolvable uh, uh vitamins and you and also get the dropper that i put mm-hmm. in water every morning but it really is something that like coats your throat and, and makes it's better than that throat coat tea and you know, if you suffer with losing your voice a lot or learn how to speak differently um or sign okay next one
7: next voicemail is from Paige. hi besties my name is Paige. <laughs> First, I want to say I have cankers on my tongue, and so that's why I'm talking with a little bit of a lisp today, and they fucking suck. Nikki, I know that you can relate, and man, I am really out here struggling, and I can't stop eating spicy, acidic foods, so they hurt, Uh. and they're not going away, but anyway, I wanted to share a story of Kuh, so (laughs) my friends and I were out one night, and we weren't having the best time. And, of course, the Bottle Girls are walking by us with their little fucking sparklers and heading to a table with two guys that are sitting back in their little VIP table. I don't know. so stupid and god <laughs> to begin with. But they don't even, like, give the Bottle Girls recognition. They just, like, sit back and, like, look around. And it's like, oh, my God. My friend uh. Alexis, who's also a bestie, we looked at each other at the same time and both went – Because it was so And after that I went home but I love you guys Thank you so much for your podcast and for sharing All your stories and being so Open about so many important topics um,
5: you guys are so great, and I love uh, you, Paige. Yeah, have a great day.
7: It's so funny.
5: Jerk off. <laughs> jerk off. Jerk ah! off. Yeah, some people are taking real liberty here and not doing jack. It just doesn't matter. N-J, which is nice. I'll take it. No, I... Uh, gonna what were to t- say about... So I've been that bottle guy with Where a friend. Where the girls
2: are so hot that you think you don't want to be the guy that's, like, ogling them so you act like they don't exist?
5: I'm, well, that's one thing, Is is...
2: I do that with celebrities sometimes, you where could, you're like, "Oh, who are you? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, John Mayer. Okay.
5: Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> oh, what, nice to meet
2: you. Your name's. What's your name? Like.
5: That's what, what that one dude did with a girlfriend to you. That's how I felt like yeah. he was kind of doing. Oh, oh Nikki. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm um, not,
2: you're not a big deal. I haven't googled you or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't
5: googled yeah. you. I have a tattoo on my back of you. <laughs> at all. Whatever. No, but like I've been th- those like two guys that you get bottle service and you think you could just sit back and show your money. It's so cheesy, dude. And then, okay. and then what they do is they pay the promoters, they pay girls to come and sit at your table. Yeah. They drink all your liquor and then they fuck the guy, the hot guy on the dance floor.
4: Yeah, oh <laughs> <God. laughs> that's not you. <laughs> that's
2: not you. Um, you deserve it. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of the beginning, the, the first Pam and Tommy episode. Tam and Pommy. Tommy? Where Tommy's like sitting at this t- 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 table. I hate that show so much, but I also love it. I'm only two episodes in, or three maybe. Um, I want to say to Paige, though, real quick, love that you and your bestie both said at the same time. I love that coo is just becoming a thing. Also, Paige, I'm always wondering, when you were in school and people would be like, turn to page 13, did you like hear your name? I always ask that for pages. Um, <laughs> number three, if you suffer with canker sores out there, and Paige, I... I honestly have more empathy for people with canker sores than maybe anything in the world because it's the most excruciating thing I've been through and like it takes the joy out of talking, it takes the joy out of eating. It's like it's my it's your body's way of saying like
5: slow down. Y- slow or down. Be better. Yeah. And I'm serious, be Paige. Like but...
2: the best thing that I found for them and anyone else that has someone in their life, please give the gift of I can't believe I haven't shared this yet because during my canker sore thing, I got medicine. And the thing that I found most soothing was Mylanta. Like, the the kind of, like, really creamy, soothing thing that you take for stomach, stomach acidity. Yeah. Swishing with Mylanta and just keeping it in your mouth and, like...
5: Did you stumble on that or did someone tell you to do it?
2: No. Well, my doctor prescribed me these two mouthwashes. One was, like, codeine, <laughs> which is a painkiller. And the other was this creamy thing that she said essentially was, like, Mylanta. Okay. And uh, that one was better than the codeine. Uh, honestly anyone struggling with canker sores and i know there's tons of remedies on the line that one i had not read about um i really recommend it and also like just be really kind to yourself because you are struggling in a way that people that don't get canker sores do not understand and i love that you uh talked about it and like we're open about it and because it sounds like gross and stuff but it's 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 you're struggling inside and you're
5: like right there on the side yeah. of the tongue, it's the worst pain. It's it, it feels like a an anal fissure of the mouth. Listen
2: to your it is. It's because it's an ulcer. So yeah. listen to your body when you have these things. Because I wish I would have. I was running. I was doing too much, and I yeah. didn't get sick because my body knows I'll just go work through a cold or the flu. I cannot work through canker sores because it requires me to talk. Oh shit! And and to swallow, and that's part of my job as well. You know what I'm saying? I do. And so um, <laughs> I Wow! I bet you, Paige, that this is a way of telling your body is like tr- screaming at you to please give me a break or address something that's like brewing inside of you. And that's no judgment, but um, I love you so much. Uh, next one.
4: Here's a quickie from Dahlia. Hi,
8: today? Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. I just had to share something funny. Um, My son is in fourth grade and he has spelling words. And one of his words is analyze. And all I could think about (laughs) when we were going over his words was analyze and had to stop myself from saying that out loud. Anyway, love you guys. Uh, Love the show. Cracks me up all the time. Have a great day.
5: Thank you I so much. You, you're hearing a lot of these stories. Listen, Nick. I
2: think the next special might be named that. Or something I do has to be because it's too funny. Um I love that I love our besties so much. Like I just
5: Maybe we could do man. when we do live shows, we could yeah. call it Nikki Glader, Nikki Glazer podcast. Time to a- analyze this. An- analyze and maybe I do, analyze like, this or analyze. Something. I like that like, idea
2: of like because yeah. I'm trying this new thing on the last ten minutes of my set. I'm hoping to do a QA to like help me, you know, like just work on my crowd work skills because it's something I'm so scared of, even though I'm s i am it I always have an out. It's fine. Like I'm fine.
5: Yeah, you're very um, good at it. It's there's not.
2: something that makes me scared about it. So I'm I'm trying to work in a QA and that could be fun to give it a title of like, maybe it's me, um, Help it like having yeah. people like ask me questions or like anal- analyze.
5: Analyze me. And t- then
2: we could do a graphic on the screen behind me that's me with butthole eyes. And it
5: could be funny if you just, the only thing that changes is you put glasses on and you become like, yeah. a, ther- like a therapist. The rapist for the analyze, or the rapist analyzes like therapist Oh the rapist yeah like, like, I can't believe that word has is it's the unbelievable. rapist together yeah. It's so That's insane. not my joke that's No that's from, from a re- SNL. A, a, I thought it was arrested development Arrested
2: development Oh yeah anal rapist Yeah No but it was first in um celebrity jeopardy Oh, oh I'll wow. take the rapist for oh. something like that but um but a, 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 anal uh, anal therapist uh, I like the idea of like oh, yeah, what no, you where do they go, on I'm perfect analysis strangers. I'm an analyst I'm an analysis. and I'm a therapist I'm an Anal-rapist. anal rapist and an- and then on the thing it was uh, he yeah, he yeah. called it an anal and then on the thing it said anal rapist okay which is even funnier than t- it's but i think that's a good idea
5: maybe you bring out like a maybe you bring out a couch and you have people come up on stage i wish
2: i had like 3 hours on stage it's just too long of to a show yeah, and that's i have too true. much material but i'm excited to explore other things um, thanks
4: for that idea i love it uh, next up next up is a voicemail from jeffrey
6: Hey, Nikki, Noah, and Andrew, this is Jeffrey. Um, I have a funny butt dial story. Uh, mm. When I was 22, I was living in L.A., and I was dating this guy He was about 32, 33, and I had just had my first art opening in L.A., and he invited a bunch of his friends, and as they were leaving, he got a voicemail. He didn't pick it up, um, and it was from one of his closest friends saying, how boring he was. She was talking to someone else that she was walking with and, um, how he needed to loosen up and they were so glad he, he was dating me because I was fun and young. Um, and Oof. I'm not bragging. I was a raging alcoholic. And so we're there <laughs> and that's probably why we got on so well, but, um, completely like decimated this friendship for a good couple of years. I think they've oh. met men's now, but happy to say I'm, Several years sober, uh, turkey tear. Uh, thanks. Keep up the pot.
2: Turkey tear.
6: Well, yeah, turkey dude. Tier um, Jeffrey,
2: I love that story. Thank you for sharing it. I love any kind of we love butt dials stories of like accidentally texting someone, sending someone something where they didn't know they were being um, heard or um, and and that is such a good one. And I'm just so glad. I love that he's like, yeah, it was fun. People like assumed I was fun, but I was just a raging alcoholic because I think so often people are like, Oh, there's I'm gonna lose my fun, like, I'm gonna I'm not gonna be fun anymore. And the truth is, like, a lot of people are just completely out of control. Final thought: Um, this was kind of a a similar thing that happened to me this morning.
5: Some art, Jeffrey. Oh my god, Jeffrey, please.
2: Will you DM us? I want to see your art. I'm so I'm so honored when people like artists listen to the show. I'm just like, yeah, it's like, uh, I'm honored. Everyone does, but like, you guys are all so fucking cool. And not sweet. if you're a
5: plumber, someone
2: named Dahlia <laughs> listens to our show. Like, give me a fucking break. But If
5: you're a plumber, like, fuck you, dude.
2: Uh, yeah. If you're a plumber, unless you, you know, do some little like art on the side. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. yeah we'll no see. plumbers. And me. I had a plumber over the other oh, day. Uh, yeah. And really I'm like, mad at I know you are, but I just want to say that Uh-oh. plumbers like <laughs> mad respect. I don't understand what plumbing yeah, actually, you is. know what
5: I'm hearing you and I still, I'm not not gonna respect them.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> y- I'm listen, not. That's just you're taking a, a hard stand on this, and you don't appreciate what they do. Because man, I'm clogging toilets and, and and drain pipes all the time with my hair and my you know
5: paper. Why do girls have so much paper in the toilet?
4: What? Because we wipe our vaginas with toilet How paper. How many times? Yeah, we don't get to shake. We have to actually wipe. No, but yeah. I feel
5: like there's. I don't know. I've lived with
2: maybe we blow our nose we like on while we're doing it like there's sometimes i just like there's I don't like know. a damn in but there. i just want to say this happened to me today and this is another <laughs> joke i've wanted to work on for so long but i could never find the right way and i think i just found it today because it happened do you ever do this thing where you text someone or you're doing you know it auto corrects to a different word and mm-hmm. uh, then what you want to say mm-hmm. like let's say it's fuck and it's duck yeah, doc, and it's yeah. just and and to correct it, you just write the word again to be like, oh, I like, let's say it's like, oh, I just saw a duck. And you say, I just saw a fuck. And you're like, and then you just want to write duck to correct it. And it corrects it again. So you just go fuck. And then you write it again and you're yes. like, fuck. And so it just seems like you're yes. like doubling yes. down on the thing you already said instead of correcting. It does the opposite. It's so, it's such Ugh. a perfect joke premise because it's so ironic that you're trying to. Say the opposite of like oh that's not what I meant, but instead you keep saying it again and again. So this
5: morning I, a I was idea talking for to Chris. A drunk for, a joke for that, but what ahead. is it? No, so then you go. I wrote duck, and then it just said fuck, and then I tried to write fucking duck again, and it just said fuck again, and it just reminds me of that time where like I, you know, I I wrote my dad, and I called, and then it's an, a word that you would never, it would never yes. be spell checked. And right. it's like so singular. And almost
2: like that one guy's joke of the this black guy had a joke where he was like, "You ever like? I forget his name. I, I I'm sorry if if we do yeah. know his name, we got to post it on our thing. It it comes around on Reddit all the time. But he was he, it's one of the best jokes, and he and I'm do I'm butchering it, but he says, um, you know I hate when people are always using like words like you don't know like just to make themselves seem like so smart. Like the other day, my friend was like, and this guy was being so pedantic. And I'm just like, yeah, sounds like he was. And then later on, I'm like, what's pedantic mean? And then the other day, my friend is like, oh, you know, uh, my dad has this like cadre of friends that he hangs out with. And I'm like, man, I got to look up that. And he's like, so I'm I'm Googling dad.
5: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's a great switcheroo. <laughs> it's so
2: good. Um, And I had to say it was black to set up the joke because it's a stereotype that blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. Okay. So this happened this morning. Um, I Chris, my boyfriend, had a uh, a meeting uh, with his like coworkers or lunch, and it, I, I had a breakfast. He said, "Oh, I just left breakfast with Courtney Brando and Tim. It says Tam, but he meant Tim." And he says, "It was fine." And I go, "Just fine." He goes, "It was fine." Period. And I go, "Just fine," I because they're talking it. about yeah. something that is like a thing, you know? Like it was a, a breakfast to discuss something, not like that important, but it was like, oh. There was a, a a thing of like how's that gonna go, you know, element of it. And he goes, it was fine, and I go just fine, and he said, fine, period. And I go, okay, we'll talk later. And he goes, voice text thinks I'm saying fine when I'm saying fine, and I said, oh my well, god. He goes, man, I really <laughs> leaned in on this, and he goes, and although it was fine, I meant fun. So the whole time he's saying fun, and I'm like, and and instead he was just like. I go, it was just fine. He goes, fine, fine. I meant to say fine, but I meant fine. Like, it was just worse, I worse. know, that's what, And that, yeah. honestly, he just, I go, I've been wanting to write a joke for that for so long. I hate when that happens. And then you just end up doubling down on the original thing. And he goes, couples could break up over a fine slash fun misunderstanding <laughs> yeah. easily. And for I sure. said, 100%. So I just started re-downloading Bumble. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> and so, it, it just as I want to write some joke about like when you just keep saying the word and it keeps auto-correcting and you're just like, it's just so it funny. It Could
0: be Did, funny, like. he has a
2: good example for like that. Like a couple
5: of weeks ago, you write him and be like, "God, your sex with you last night was so fun," and he's like, "It was fun. I meant fine." Like, like there could be a switch on that oh, way. Oh, you're like so right. Like I am that. definitely
2: gonna wee it up with him about this.
5: Yeah, yeah, something like where you switch it. <laughs> we that had the way. best
2: in like inside joke we made the other day that just made me laugh. I was just talking kind of to myself. He lent me the sweatshirt that had emos on it. I was wearing it all day because I was cold in Chicago and. I was, he was brushing his teeth and I was like, babe, I really love this sweatshirt. I was like, and then to myself, I was just like, mommy likey, mommy wanty, mommy takey. And it was just me being like, <laughs> just, and he got up, he or me he goes, did you say mommy takey? And I was like, yeah, mommy takey. And so now my new joke is that I'm going to steal it. And so he left early and I had to pack up his stuff for him and and uh, bring it back because he left and didn't have time to go get his luggage. So I brought it back for him and I packed up that emo shirt and I put in a little note that said, Mommy likey, mommy wanty, mommy takey. And I was just waiting for him to find it because I always like sneak little notes. Another day he found it. He was like, sorry, it took me so long to find it. I didn't unpack. And I go, you could have snuck in a note from when I was doing Perfect Strangers 2 in Cabo a month ago, and I still wouldn't have found it because that is how long it takes me to unpack shit.
5: Yeah, no, but a little note is like, that goes so far in a relationship. I don't know, like handwritten... Yes. Even if you call me like a dumb stupid bitch, I'd yes. be like, "Man, she fucking gets me." Dude. Yes.
2: Yes. She, fucking,
5: um, she really just like talks well, to my heart. We
2: had the best time today. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Come see us in Austin and check out all my dates. I'm I'm coming somewhere near you. I love to meet besties and um and if you can't afford it, we'll have that discussion too Air in my Church DMs. Will pay you. Yeah. <laughs> um I love you so much you guys. Thank you for listening and don't be scared. And Jack. Jim. And Jill.
8: We can do whatever oh, we, can we want. Jim now. We can okay. do whatever Fine. we want.
3: Any J name works. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu
2: you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Shit's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.